Welcome back to the podcast. The only podcast done completely ironically. Ah, welcome back, listeners. You just said that. I know, but like, just welcome welcome back, you know? Yeah. Or welcome, if this is your first episode. Probably not. Probably not. That would be very strange. Yeah. Start from the beginning. Just like, go back to the Crimson Badger. Listen to that one first. It's a good episode. It's probably one of our better, honestly. Yeah. The audio is not super great. Yeah, it does sound like we're yeah. filming in our pool, but... Yeah. Filming. Yes. Oh my gosh, recording in our pool. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the, it, it improves. It improves. Yeah. At least audio-wise. Maybe not necessarily quality, but there's a few good episodes out there. A few. A few. Out of what's going to be 14. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, maybe half and half. Yeah. Anyways uh you know question time we question have questions time. for each other i think i'm starting off yes is that right all right so what's your favorite genre like movie game what book just tell me just choose one and tell me uh my favorite genre of oh gosh can i talk about all three uh maybe it depends on if we have time but just choose one i now. don't know um I mean, I guess I kind of have to say that my favorite genre of game is, like, fighting games. Because, like, it's probably the one I've played the most of. I was just about to get into that. So, what? why exactly is your favorite genre? And what makes a good fighting game, in your opinion? A good... F- so, Besides not being Smash Ultimate. So, one, what makes... uh, So, what, what makes it my favorite genre? One, I think it's the genre I've played the most of. I think that's pretty safe to assume with how much Smash I've played. Yeah. Um, Amongst other, like, two other games. Uh, so that... Those two other games being Pokken and Tekken. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Good information. And then, what makes a good well, fighting well, game? Well, so why, why else? I mean, I feel like it's probably that's probably not the only reason it's your favorite genre, right? I mean... I myself am a, am a fairly competitive person, and uh, that kind of gives me the competitive craving uh, without, like, you know... Uh, Having to be physical. <laughs> no, no uh, not just that, but also, like, a lot of first-person shooters require uh, teams. Mm. And then also League requires a computer, which uh, I don't have either, because I don't have friends. Would you play League? Uh-huh. Um, uh, I don't know. I haven't really looked at League. I just know it's a MOBA, but I have Honestly, the small amount I have seen of League, obviously I don't understand it very much. But, like, I don't know. It doesn't look appealing to me, at least. I don't judge anyone who plays League. I play, I've played Paladins before. Yeah, and still like it. Yeah, I... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's a whole uh, that's a whole thing altogether but i'm uh tevi is the only person on the planet who who could have access to both overwatch and paladins and still play both yeah anyway um so what makes a good fighting game i mean it just depends on like what you're going for right so if you like if you want to make let's say I'll just say a good balanced fighting game. Defensive options are good. Offensive options are good. Uh, adequate for multiple different types of play styles. Well, one, you got to make the options interesting. So, like, well, I think the best way to do that is just by making multiple characters, obviously, and having multiple archetypes. That almost seems like a no-brainer to most people, but, like, 
it still has to be said, right? Well, I think real quick, just because I don't think everyone out there necessarily plays fighting games. So real quick, just archetypes. Give us some examples, kind of define them. Uh, So several different archetypes. Uh, The first archetype I usually think of is the zoner. Zoners uh, usually have long range, either through projectiles or long uh, appendages. Or swords. Like swords, like swords and that type of thing. Uh, usually very good at keeping people away. Um, yeah, so that's that's like one archetype, right? And then, so I'll, I'll go over the archetype triangle. And then there's, so they're good against grapplers and bad against rushdown. The grappler archetype depends, or like focuses on command grabs and making people feel scared and picking wrong options. So while, so the, so the zoner, is really good at making people angry and picking the wrong option. Uh, grapplers make people afraid and pick the wrong option. Because grapplers, in mo- all fighting games, um, grabs will go through sh- guarding. And whenever a person is afraid, a lot of the time they're going to want to guard a lot. Mm-hmm. And so grapplers focus on making people afraid uh, by reading options... Because uh, usually the they won't just have strong grabs; they will also have very good just strong yeah, attacks, attacks in, general. in general. So it'll um, make you want to guard those strong attacks, and making your opponent want to guard means you also can grab. And yes. Usually, your grabs are also very dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but usually they're not very good at getting in on the opponent, and so zoners they zoners beat grapplers, but grapplers beat rushdown because what rushdown are? I mean, it's all in their name. They're fast. They're aggressive. Usually, maybe have one or two, one or no projectiles because it's all about just getting in, causing pressure on the opponent. It's almost like the mixture of both, uh, the the zoner and the grappler. But you make them both scared and angry. Yeah. Because it's just like ah, because it's just overwhelming. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah, that, you overwhelm the other person. It's kind of the, it. Overwhelming is almost the cross of being both scared mm. and angry. It's. Uh, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about that, but I feel like it's actually kind of safe to say no. overwhelming is is the cross of those two words. No, you're you're entirely uh, you're entirely correct. Um, and so uh, rushdown are very good against zoners because usually zoners are a little bit slower. Rushdown being very fast can get into where the zoner doesn't want them to be and just like pummel them into the ground. Meanwhile. Uh, they're very bad against, or not very bad, but bad against grapplers most of the time because the grappler wants the person to be right next to them. Yeah. Usually because they have very uh, short range with their attacks. Yeah. And so it's just like you're 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 going into the bear's arms. You yeah. Know? It's just like ah yes, let me come give you big bear hug. Yeah. Um. So those are like three archetypes. Uh. There's also some others like for example, uh, zoner has two kind of variations right there's the projectile zoner kind of called the camper and then there's the melee base there's the it's the normals based normals based zoner um so projectile zoner uh pretty simple spelled self-explanatory you're throwing stuff throwing fireballs or whatever at the other person making them angry um while the normals based zoner is more like uh swords yeah yeah, swords or long appendages if you play street fighter (laughs) yeah um where you know you're keeping you're keeping them away just or like staying in a in a safe distance keeping them away with your 
with your long-ranged attacks. Real quick, I just think it's uh, good to point out that usually with a normal-based owner, you have what are called disjoints. And disjoints are basically just attacks that are attached to your character, but don't have a hurt box. So if you hit that part of the attack, it doesn't actually hurt the person. So yes. like a sword. A sword does not have a hurt box. It, it only damages. Mm -hmm. And you cannot damage the sword. Yeah, so you have to make a, a variety of characters, each with their not own separate archetypes, but each with archetypes, but like maybe feeling different, like separate roles, right? So like Pikachu, so I'll use Pokemon Tournament as an example. Pikachu Libre and Machamp are both grapplers, but Machamp is the more traditional grappler. He's very, he's very slow, uh, has a very hard time getting in. Once he gets in, however... He, you know, you're going to get scared, you're going to block, and he's going to freaking destroy you. he's going to grab you, yeah. and it's going to hurt. Pikachu Libre is almost like a... She's like a rush-down grappler mix. Yeah. She, uh, she has very strong grabs. She gets bonuses from from hating those grabs. But at the same time, she has a projectile. Um, she's fast. She's fast. She has very interesting, just like, eight options that she can get in. Uh, she has a move called Double Team where she's invincible on the startup. You press the button again, and then you, like, come in with, like, a drop kick, right? Yeah. Um. So, like, she... So those are two, like, different forms of grapplers. Yeah, so real quick. So you're getting onto that topic of, you know, two characters that are somewhat similar. So it, the way you were describing Pikachu Libre, it almost sounds like Pikachu Libre is just clearly the better option over Machamp. And that's actually the case, no. I believe. No? No. Oh, Pikachu okay. Libre and Machamp are both played very well in competitive, uh, oh, okay. competitive formats. Cool. Uh, the best. So I, I was gonna say, I think Pika I've heard from you, heard you say that Pikachu yeah. Libre is better, like one of the she better characters in the game. And so you know, getting into that kind of topic, it sounds like we can kind of segue into balance. So what yes. exactly are the weaknesses of Pikachu Libre that make or maybe less preferable compared to Machamp in a sense. Uh, depend so depending on who you are, uh, Machamp has a the one of the biggest uh, hit uh, health pools health pools in the game. Meanwhile, Pikachu Libre has the second or third smallest. So if you're the type of player who like, I mean, if you're Pikachu Libre, you're essentially not gonna want to make mistakes. Yeah. But if you're the more patient, maybe more reactive player. You know, you're like sitting back. You're you're doing you're doing you know that type of thing. Then Machamp will probably be a better option for you because you don't really mind being slow, because yeah. you you just you just don't mind, right? And that that's more like a personality type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so game balance uh kind of comes into where, uh, defensive options need to be strong enough to to where they can counteract the interesting offensive options that most characters will be bringing to the table. And vice versa, often, uh, characters' offensive options need to be able to beat characters' defensive options, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, like, Pikachu Libre with her uh, with her double team, right? Like, some characters, or, like, all characters have a way to counteract that because all characters have uh, chargeable standard counters that can uh, wait out just the whole move, right? Mm -hmm. And hit her back. Mm -hmm. Um... Let's see what's a unique defensive option. Uh, uh, who's a character with a command counter? I was going to say, Caesar has that weird counter or yeah, something that you so, really like. Yeah, so uh, the character I play, who's none of the archetypes we've mentioned, because <laughs> Caesar's archetype is uh, probably the most nerdy and difficult to explain. 
because um, yeah. he's the real, well, real, real quick I think you should explain that counter unless you feel yes. like you have to explain the archetype uh, no first. I don't um, so Caesar's uh, what's called standard counter because uh, it's the same input that all all the other characters have for a counter attack uh, he's the only character that can move while charging that command counter and so what that does is it allows him to be defensive like or like so whenever you're charging approach a counter defensively. yeah you approach or uh go or move back uh defensively and not take damage because while a character is charging a counter attack um you are not able to get hurt unless you get grabbed grabs beat counters yes uh but that's a whole other yeah. thing i could talk about for ages yeah. <laughs> um yes so that's that's kind of what makes a good uh i would say like a good fighting game right so strong defensive options strong but like only strong enough to where they make the uh the offense interesting offensive options bearable but not obsolete yeah um but at the same time you don't want the offensive options that characters bring to the table to make all standard defensive options obsolete and it's interesting that you say standard defensive options because you know there's everyone has a guard um i don't know what other everyone has a counter yeah I don't know what other defensive options are in Pokémon necessarily. I uh, guess every character will have an invincible sidestep in, oh, in okay. uh, field phase. Okay. Um, so, like, that's a defensive... So those are all standard defensive mm-hmm. options, then there's other defensive options, I uh, guess. Particular like... characters will have uh, command counters. Yeah. Uh, so Lucario has extreme speed, which is a counterattack. So at the beginning of the move, if you get hit, you're not going to get hit you're going to counterattack, but uh you don't need a charge you can do this option out of shield out of wake up okay uh so uh it's a defensive option but it's not your it's not a standard defensive option yeah and uh it sounds like a much more aggressive yes aggressive option with a defensive like mechanic added to it uh in in smash which is a game uh, more people might be familiar more a little bit more familiar with joker has rebels guard which is a very good defensive option because of its very high reward with very low risk right uh i don't really feel like explaining rebels guard if you (laughs) if you've played smash and you fought a joker you You know know about rebels guard rebels guard yeah uh uh, we're almost getting to 15 minutes, yeah. but real quick, I just want to talk about your favorite archetype, just because I think yes. that's interesting, uh, so if you want to get into that. Okay, so my favorite archetype is the Whiff Punish archetype. What a Whiff Punish is, all characters can technically Whiff Punish. A Whiff Punish is just, character misses a move, character hits during the, the end lag of that um, Whiff move. You, you said character twice, and I think you're talking yeah. about two separate characters. Two separate characters. So, so character A uses a punch yeah but he misses character b character b comes in and punches character a back that is a whiff punish okay um so my characters a lot of the time will very heavily emphasize uh, a very defensive what's called neutral so like whenever nobody's winning um or whenever no one's beating the other person yeah. down in a sense yeah so you're you're both like kind of you know jumping not necessarily wanting to commit to commit to any big options um but once a character even commits to even like a smaller option right that would be safer for most characters my whiff punish characters will be able to hit that option and do 
heavy damage off of it. So it's kind of like a you're 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 zoning a little bit because you're not really wanting people to get into your space. But you're not of... zoning because you're throwing out moves yeah. to protect yourself. Yeah, you're zoning purely by like movement or then distance. Yeah. So it's like a zoner kind of mixed with I want to say a grappler, grappler just because of that punish. Yeah, but you don't actually. But grab. you're not grabbing. Yeah. Though sometimes uh, a lot or not a lot, but sometimes with punish characters will have kind of accommodations with good grabs or ways to get grabs easier than other characters because the 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 uh easy counterplay to that would just be oh just walk up guard yeah right like because because then you know if they don't have a good grab what are they going to do yeah um spoiler alert nothing yeah but <laughs> usually they will have slightly above average grabs very good punish game uh, but usually, uh, not worse many disjoints. I feel. Uh, worse, not just disjoints, but worse. Uh, get off me tools. Ah, uh, okay. Um, Caesar and Pokin is kind of an exception, but at the same time, his his one get off me tool isn't all that great because it's very laggy and leads to a free critical hit. Oh, okay. Um, so I was gonna say, so they probably wouldn't have things like the command counters, like you were talking about. Mm, a whiff uh, yes. character probably wouldn't have, have a command like, counter. Yeah, or if they do, it's either very slow, it's not safe on shield, uh, or they just like their faster attacks just are beat out normal, like just generally by the other person's faster attacks. Okay. Or in, in the case of uh, of Tekken, right? My character Claudio, he's a whiff punish, but doesn't have good lows, right? So if someone's normal blocking, you're not going to be able to do your best combos. Just straight up. Interesting. Yeah. But that's a whole other... I could talk about Tekken for a long time. Yeah, we're, that, ju we're just giving a general yeah. synopsis of your opinion on these things. All right. Yeah, I, I think I think I got all the information I wanted to. got you to kind of nerd out a little bit. Yeah, without I'm, even I'm talking with that. Without even talking about frame data. Isn't this that is the crazy? shallow nerd stuff. Yeah. We're just kind of letting people dip their toes into yeah. what exactly you're into. So uh, yeah. to all the ladies out there, if you found that interesting, no kidding. <laughs> you're the one who made the bottom tier, right? That sounds super interesting. Maybe over dinner? You like whip punish, right? Right? That is super cute. You're, you're the guy who plays the really defensive Ken. <laughs> hey, you're the guy that plays Claudio, right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> your forward double your forward double punch technique is super on point how did you learn that <clears throat> maybe walk in the park oh my goodness all right yeah let's end that bit real fast <sighs> but i love that bit no gross it's bad <laughs> but it's so funny let's get away from there okay um so i have uh i'm a little bit underprepared i i should have I should have thought about this just a little bit more, but you know what? I'll probably wing some things. Uh, you know what? Because why not? Sounds good to me. Uh, so I've brought to us a, a little game that I am going to call... Uh, With Punish. I'm <laughs> uh, uh, what? What's it about? And okay. this is... I have brought to here a, a couple terms of maybe like just like general slang or maybe games or challenges um but the problem is they're all made up okay 
and what you have to do is I'm going to tell assign you assign a definition. Yeah, to assign it. the definition of what this game or what this challenge or slang is. Okay. So um, uh, the first thing, what is the barbershop game? The barbershop game is basically you have to it you know understandably it's two people competing or more to see who can cut each other's mm-hmm. hair best however there's a lot of rng elements like oh maybe you don't actually get a razor or even scissors to cut the person's hair with maybe you have to use a freaking like a butcher knife a butcher knife or or uh i don't know an actual like beard razor or something like that like for facial hair and you have to like so there's things like that that kind of happen um there's also very unconventional hairstyles that you have to try your best to mimic, maybe. Or uh, maybe you have to do it with a hand behind your back and stuff like that. So, you know, there's just typical challenges that uh, come in with the barbershop game. Okay. Uh, that's actually a really interesting answer, obviously. So I also have some answers right oh, okay. now. Um, uh, my personal answer was... Uh, the barbershop game was a game that spawned from youtube uh and it is where a person goes to get their hair cut but says they want it styled like two impossibly different characters my example is yeah i want my fade to be somewhere around ganondorf from twilight princess to subasa from beyblade <laughs> okay yeah nice that's the barbershop yeah mine's game. more like a game show yeah that yeah. that's like an actual game mine yeah Mine is uh, very much styled off after the um, uh, the Starbucks game created yeah. by Jax Films. Yeah, shout us to Jax Films. I'm sure he needs it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, he's such a small channel. He really compared is. To us. I mean, I mean, yeah, we've been around so much longer too. He's I know barely, he's barely getting started. You know, we can give him a little boost, give him some of our influence. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is the janitor challenge? The janitor challenge is where you. Uh, you know how in like movies or or like I guess I guess mostly just movies and TV shows maybe uh-huh. there's occasions of the scene where they have to infiltrate somewhere uh-huh. and they have someone dress up like the janitor. Uh-huh. Well, you do that. You dress up like the janitor and see how long you can pass yourself off as the janitor at a random like at a random location, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, just see how long you can fake it mm-hmm. until someone gets suspicious. But you also you know you have to play yourself off as the janitor and actually clean things but you don't necessarily know where you're supposed to be cleaning or anything like that like you walk into the freaking surgeon room and just be like oh uh, i'm just gonna take out the trash real quick and it's just like dude we're freaking performing a heart surgery right yeah, now. yeah dude like, like his heart's in there right now yeah it's just like oh no it's okay bro uh Alfie, i wash my Alfie, hands Alfie told me to do it and i wash my hands too so and then you walk in and take out the trash and stuff and well yeah well, you can't uh, exactly just say, oh, I thought this was the bathroom, yeah. and then walk out. If you could be correct, you would be correct, because I had the exact same thing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's sick. The janitor challenge is a trend that started on TikTok. The janitor <laughs> challenge is where an individual dresses up like a janitor and sees how long they can stay at a public place, like a uh, such as a uh, such as a school or office building. Yeah. Yeah. I went with hospital, but yeah. that works too, obviously. Uh, what does it mean to go to church? Go to church? It's similar to, like, going to town, mm-hmm. but instead of that, you actually do just minister to someone. It doesn't matter what it's about. Mm-hmm. It can be about any particular religion, but so similarly to going to a town on someone in a video game, 
you just end up bashing another person with theology and you just you know mm-hmm. you tell all your church friends like oh i absolutely went ch- went to church on my coworker the other day freaking got her saved on the spot uh i wrote it down as uh going to your girl's house while her parents aren't home Exa- example sentence be like hey are you free tonight nah man i'm going to church nice uh, nice what does it just mean to go to hell it means winter in the valley. Ah, yeah. About that, uh, why is why is it so cold? Just real quick, can we ask? Does someone out there know why it's so cold? Yeah, I'd um, like answers. Yeah, because I think we need to send a message to God real quick and let him know that update twenty twenty one hasn't been working lately, and that yeah. the valley has gone under freaking thirty degrees right now. Yeah, we're at like twenty eight. Yeah, we're getting snow flurries. Like, yeah, the, last time we had snow was in twenty seventeen. Yeah, like that wasn't very long ago. Yeah, no, this is freaking ridiculous. It should not be snowing yeah, like this down here. Every time it, this is literally more snow than our mom saw in like the first like thirty years of her life. Yeah, no, like just real, like every time snow, like it snows. They say, oh, it's going to be another, like, 35 years till it snows again. Yeah, no. What, what happened What happened to that valley? Yeah. Like, like where has that been? Literally, like? it snowed, what, 2004? Yeah. December then, 2004. Yeah, and then 2017, and then now 2021. Four years. Yeah, like, what the heck? What is wrong with the recent patch with the universe lately? Yeah, jeez. So what does it mean to go to hell? It means to exist in the valley during this okay. time. Well, I wrote it as going to your girl's house while her parents aren't home. So that's the same thing as going to church. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's it's just alternate universes, you yeah. know. I I can see that. Um, to be honest, I don't actually have anything else written down. Uh, what's the I don't know. What's like the freaking, what's the Hatsune Miku drinking game? The Hatsune Miku drinking game. Uh. Well, Hatsune Miku, we all know, is a very sweet character, so you basically get lots of sweet things, uh-huh. and uh, it can be, you know, solid or liquid, and you melt them down, and you basically just have people drink as much as they possibly can until someone passes out. Oh, I, I was just thinking, like, you know, maybe just going going through a list of Hatsune Miku songs, and then, like... Every like, time it's a banger, no, every take a shot. Every time, like the the title and the the actual theme of the song have nothing to do with each other it's like take a shot <laughs> that's pretty good i like that yeah i'm not very good at coming up with creative definitions to these games i mean neither am i i think these are pretty standard substandard even yeah no i think yours are better than mine yeah you guys want do you want to explain the what the starbucks because the Starbucks drinking game is what uh or drinking, drinking game. Game. The, the Starbucks <laughs> the Starbucks challenger game yeah is that, entirely what uh it's influenced it, this I was wondering what that was that influenced this yeah. particular I was uh, at work game. and I just kind of thought of that and I said hey wouldn't it be funny uh hopefully it was I don't know yeah. you have me answering these questions I, I can't really I can't really make funny answers I'm being completely honest uh yeah so the Jacks films uh, Starbucks game is basically where you go to Starbucks and you know they always ask you if I can get a name so they can write it on your cup and you basically tell them like you give them a name but just make it almost impossible to spell like saying Michael with an F yeah and then you just watch them be really confused and figure out where to put the F yeah oh, shoot where's the F yeah 
I just or really, just or just say like a really random name like that doesn't make any sense. Like Jim uh, Flivers the twenty second. Yeah, I was gonna say Flop. Flop. Yeah. Flop with a. Flop with an X. Yeah. yeah. It's my favorite. Oh, my name's Michael with an X. Yeah. I think I've actually tried doing it before, but it didn't really work because they didn't really hear me. And there was just like, uh, "What was that?" I was just like, "It's it's Justin." Justin, you can't back down like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I feel like I was giving them a hard time for no reason, uh, so I didn't really want to do it. That's kind of how I feel. Give people <laughs> hard times for no reason, no, Justin. Be I'm, mean. I'm already a server. I know how to how it feels to have people giving you a hard time for no reason. It's freaking cringe. This is true. No. Yeah. Um, why? Why do people suck so much sometimes? I think it should be a law that everyone has to work in customer service for two years. Yeah. At some point, before they're like twenty six, you have to work in customer service for two years. That would just make a generally more compassionate nation. Yeah, I think so too. And like, but like, you have to have that like on your resume, and you have to put your employer. You know. Yeah, and they also have to call them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like it well, is because they don't they don't always call people. Really? No. It's just like yeah, sure. Yeah, it's just hired. like it's just on there. It's just like oh okay. Yeah. I think people just assume you're telling the truth and they don't really bother. No one likes randomly just calling someone saying like, hey, how was this person? Like, were they were they okay? Oh no, Justin sucked. I would love to. I would love to do that. If there was a position for that, I would be in that position for a job. Asking people, yeah. asking previous employers how a particular person hiree like, was. Yeah. That's employee funny. yeah no, that could actually be kind of funny i mean maybe i don't know maybe they put like their friend you know like from <laughs> i mean that's what i used to have to do yeah. because you know i didn't have a job like but before like getting but like their friend job. from like jc penny right and it's just like oh yeah man one time we were you know and then like they give you like funny work stories i mean i put i put our pastor yeah on my list. <laughs> i was just like man i hope my pastor has good things to say about me <laughs> like oh justin yeah he's okay i mean he's not like the best or anything he's all right he's not like smart or anything yeah he's got curly hair i guess that's cool that's like a yeah that's like a good trait i think yeah so i mean so yeah i had to put my pastor on my resume and a few other people yeah like people i pet sat for i guess that's kind of a job yeah also real quick just Here's a question. What are you going to put on your resume? Because that's coming up pretty soon when you're going to be able to apply for stuff. I mean, I've literally been a janitor for the past, like, four years. Not four. Three. Three. Yeah. Well, past well you're years. working on your second, basically. You're about two and a half in. Yeah. So, not quite three. Yeah. You're only two and a half years in. Yeah. I'm... Being a janitor for two and a half years when you're 16, like, that's already pretty impressive. I mean, there's freaking 38-year-olds that have been janitors for, like, 10 years, so... I know, but, like, the fact that... The fact that you've been, like, you were a young person who started working, right? Yeah, that's fair. Like, you started working at 13 is more impressive than you started working at 24. Yeah. What else are you gonna put? Do you know? Not or really. Or is that literally... It? I was a janitor for two and a half years, and... Uh, I mean, all my years' it. worth of memory master okay like actually probably not maybe i, I gonna, do it. I was gonna say if people if you put that they're gonna ask you like so what's memory master what yeah. would you tell them uh i mean in school because i was homeschooled right like oh yeah we man. had we had this thing where this you thing? could memorize 24 weeks 24 worth of random stuff random stuff yeah gotcha. but like it was educational educational so. So it worked out. I got you. I'm just saying. 
I didn't do math until like sixth or seventh grade. Convention like conventional math to like sixth or seventh grade. I did fine. <laughs> because literally that those years worth of memory master literally taught me everything I needed to know. Yeah. Because I learned my time like I learned skip counting, which is your times tables, right? Yeah. But then I also learned times tables. And then I learned literally how to do freaking like area and that type of thing. Yeah. Air, like area and circumference of circles and squares and triangles. So a little bit of geometry thrown in there. And then the, the like the, the laws of uh, oh, addition okay. and yeah. multiplication. Yeah. It's literally all you learn from like first through like sixth or seventh grade. Sixth grade. Sixth grade, yeah. And then once you get into pre-algebra, that, that's, like, whenever you actually start, like... Actually messing yeah. with numbers. I remember I went to, like, that freaking... Is it Cumon or Cumon? What, what's, what's Yeah, that? Cumon. No one knows what it's yeah. called, except for the people that are of that yeah. ethnicity. Uh, when, I went to Cumon once, and I didn't actually know how to divide things, necessarily. But then she explained it to me. I'm like, oh, okay, I can do that. And I did, like, a whole, like, freaking sheet, even though I'd never really done division before. Yeah. And she's like, no, I think you've done division. You just, like, forgot or something. <laughs> I'm just like, no, I've never freaking done division. I just know how to skip count real well. Yeah. <laughs> I also learned my scores in cubes. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. It's super funny hearing, like, hearing you say to people that you've never met before. It's just like, oh, I can skip count cubes. It's just like, yeah. what the frick does that even mean? And you just do it. It's like, and once you start getting to, like, 645 or whatever, people uh, no, are just like, no, what? That's, uh, that, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, 1827, Yeah. You can, I can skip count squares to 15 and skip count cubes to 10. Yeah. For whatever reason. I mean, it's pretty handy. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not complaining. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, those are basically all yeah. the numbers you need to know in order to yeah. cube. So no one's going to have you freaking cube 23. Yeah. That and if you crazy. do, well, you're already in algebra, and you can just calculator that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I don't know if you guys didn't know this, but just real quick, little life hack. You can just use a calculator in algebra. Just use it. Yeah. They don't get mad at you. They don't, yeah. Like, I didn't know that, and I did all of pre-algebra, all three years of pre-algebra that I did without a calculator. Do you know how to do pre-algebra? Yes. Okay, that's fair enough. But, like... I did, like, I, but I could have been using a calculator, you know? <laughs> In the because, previous two years. Because the thing about not using a calculator is the fact that you get tripped up on, like, simple addition sometimes, and yeah. then your whole then thing is off. Yeah. yeah. No, I had to do, oh my goodness. So I had to do an assignment for geology the other day. And the thing is, there's, like, a big table of, of problems, right? But the thing is, the very first problem relates to the second, and the second problem relates to the third. And it's like a solid 16 problems all in a row. So if you mess up on the second problem and the you whole don't notice, wrong. literally the entire table is wrong. It's like, bruh. Why? Yeah. So that's kind of cringe. Honestly, why I like writing a bit more. Yeah. No, I like writing. Writing is decent. Even though it's so laborious, but it's whatever. That This is a whole subject for another day. It, it really is. 
But I think one subject we can talk about right now is what the no. viewers want us to tell them. No, so we can well, actually, the I, yeah, I was looking oh. at my paper and I uh, I found actually a, another challenge. It's called the Remember Challenge. What do you think that is? Uh, it's when the viewers need to remember to, to stay, stay poggers. poggers.